So now, O son of man, I have set thee a watchman unto the house of Israel. Therefore, thou shalt hear the word of my mouth and warn them from me. Have no fellowship with the unfruitful works of darkness, but rather expose them. Coming to you from an undisclosed location in Middle Tennessee and examining current events from a biblical perspective, this is Bible News Radio with your hosts, Randall and Stacy Harp. All right. Hey, everybody. Welcome to today's edition of Bible News Radio. I am your sweet and lovable host, and I have my phone in my hand. Yeah, I do. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to log in, log in the Periscope. I'm a little bit late. I'm trying to find our show. Where is it? Are we on Periscope? Nah, uh, that's what the Switchboard Live tells us. Really? Okay. Well, really? I'm looking. Hey, Melanie. Melanie's over on Facebook. All right. Well, hmm. hmm. I see Beth. I see other people. You don't even have your magic glasses on. <laughs> I don't see us on there. Okay, we're we're scrolling here. We're attempting to get on Periscope. I'll keep refreshing. Periscope. Yeah, that's. Hmm. Hmm. It's a oh. mystery of okay. biblical professions. Now it says we're live. Oh, okay. Because we're not right now. Yeah. Ah, there we are. All right, so today what we're going to do is we're going to talk a little bit about politics. <clears throat> there, now now that we're live. We're live! It's live! We're live. Yeah, it is. My hair is sticking out. <laughs> That's all right. <clears throat> Happy Friday to you guys. Hey, I have an announcement to make. Actually, a couple. Something I'm going to share today uh, with you guys is actually pretty vulnerable and very transparent. Hello, Shalom. Hi, Diane. Hi, Magnus. And... Herbo... Herbotiful Maid. And Carmen. Hello. Thank you guys for coming on in. Glad that you're here. Wait, hold on. I'm going to make sure that this is shut off. Because you never know. I have a lot of personal audio on my computer. It would be so embarrassing if something personal went out over there on uh, the inner... The internet webs. Okay. All right. We are on Periscope now. Yes, we are, Melanie. All right. Hey, welcome, everybody. There. Okay. That was the issue. This thing was not tight. All right. (laughs) Okay. So on this edition of Free for All Friday, it is exactly that. Free for All Friday. And the first thing I want to do is I want to thank everybody for tuning into the show, whether you're watching live or you're watching on the archive, or you're watching, or you're listening to the podcast, which we now have probably on at least 10 different platforms that I know of. It might actually know. Yes, I saw. <laughs> so, um, <clears throat> so I've been inspired by uh, Shannon Mattern. And I don't know if you guys know, I don't know if you guys know who Shannon Mattern is, but she is the founder of WordPress BFF and she did, she has this five day um, free uh, website thingy where you can actually go ahead and she'll teach you in five days how to set up a WordPress uh, website and then she's got all this other stuff. Anyway, she has a brand new podcast out and uh, I've been listening to it because frankly, I really like it and it's, it's actually really good and I'm going to tell you something here. I'm going to tell you the name of it. Hold on a minute. I'm going to, I want to make sure I, t- 
I promote it correctly. It's called Pep Talks for Side Hustlers. And the reason I'm sharing this is because I know a lot of you in our audience are actually uh, business owners or you are entrepreneurs um, and, and or you are somebody who wants to be an entrepreneur, but you really don't know how to go about it. Or you're kind of like like me, kind of like, here I am. <laughs> oh, here, I'm in entrepreneur land. How did that happen? <laughs> anyway, Shannon uh, started this Pep Talks for Side Hustlers um, podcast. Uh, I'm not sure how long ago, maybe six months ago or something. And recently, Vicki Fitch was on it. That's how I learned about it, because Vicki is her her business coach, just like Vicky's been my business coach. And so I highly recommend this, this uh, podcast to you guys. It is super good. It's called Pep Talks for Side Hustlers. And I love it because Shannon is very uh, transparent with, uh, I'm logging back now into Periscope. She's very transparent with her own process in being an entrepreneur. And it's interesting to me that, um, that, you know, that it's taken me like, I don't know, a hundred million years, it seems like, to figure out that I'm an entrepreneur, right? Bible News Radio is a company. It's a business. And we started this business like like 14 years ago. But we actually never really made any money until like the past couple of years. And that was after I hired Vicki to be my business coach. And, and I actually listened and did what she said there. And, and here is the thing, and this is the principle here, you know, um, you can get knowledge, right? But wisdom is knowing how to apply the knowledge. And so, you know, if you have ever been in the world of online marketing, and I know a lot of you are, cause I know who some of you are and you actually email me and you tell me, well, I don't know how to do this with my business. I don't know how to do that. I don't know how to grow blah, blah, et cetera, blah, 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 blah. So if you, if you're really aware of who all the big, the big wig online entrepreneurs are, they sell their programs and all this other stuff. And some of them use the F word a lot and, and, um, you know, they sell their books and they have that big personality. It's not a, uh, that's the word I want to use. It's not, um, it's not something I've actually seen really in the Christian world. Okay. Let me just put it that way. In the world of Christian media, which is what we are in Bible news radio, There is a set dinosaur model, and I'm going to say the word dinosaur because it is. It's a dinosaur model where when a guest comes on a show, they get promoted for free. Advertisers pay a sub-company, and you have a marketing department and all that, and a sales department, which goes out and they sell ads. This is what you hear on traditional radio. Well, over the last 20 years, podcasting has exploded. I mean, really. And right now, podcasting has just exploded even more because 14 years ago when Blog Talk Radio actually launched the first online streaming blog blog talk radio podcasting platform where you could actually live stream live your audio show and garner an audience from all over the world, they were the only one doing it. But me and Bareface, we were we were there. We were on there. We were we were on the cutting edge of doing this in Christian media. In fact, we launched the very first blog for books program that all the Christian publishers to this day use. What they do is they go to bloggers 
and they say, hey, I'll give you a free book in exchange, in exchange for a review. I don't know why that happened. Exchange for a review. In exchange for a review. And, and what we did when we initially set it up was we went to the publishers. They contracted with us. Uh, we got the bloggers, and they put the ad of the book on the blog. And that's how it was. We were the middleman. Well, after two years, Christian publishers cut us out. And if I had Legal Shield back then, I probably would have went to them and said, <coughs> excuse me, but you can't do that. You can't actually go to my people that I gave you. <laughs> Just saying. Uh, but I didn't know any better. I really didn't. I didn't know any better. I was a grad. I had just graduated from graduate school with my master's in clinical psychology. So my background isn't in business. Which, by the way, if you ever decide you want to be a therapist, make sure you get a business degree to go with it because most therapists don't make much money, uh, especially as uh, entrepreneurs or independent private practitioners. They really don't. Uh, people think that therapists make a gazillion dollars, but they, they really don't. So anyway, I bring this up because Shannon inspired me. Um, she inspired me in her latest podcast because what she does every month on her website is she actually gives her income and how much money she makes. And I know that there have been other entrepreneurs uh, in the in the big business of online marketing and stuff who actually do this. So it's not like Shannon, this was original with Shannon. Um, but I'm going to tell you what, I am going to share with you what I made last month in July. And the reason I'm sharing this is because I want you guys to know. I'm, I'm not ashamed to tell you what we bring in. And I think it's also going to dispel a myth about certain things that, you know, I hear a lot. Sometimes we get a lot of Christ, uh, naysayers coming in and everybody thinks all ministries are rolling in the dough. But before I set this up, I want you to know I'm not, say, I'm not sharing this for any pity or sympathy in any way. I'm sharing this because as an entrepreneur... I have finally got to the place where I realize the value of what we do, because before we've been given all this stuff away for free. Um, and I've also gotten to the place where I kind of understand what I'm doing now. <laughs> and and we're, we're making some changes and uh, and we have needs and we have, you know, a pretty good size audience that watches us every single day. If you watch our show every day, you know we're here every day. We are live every day right? The difference between me and a host on Moody Radio is that Moody Radio pays that host thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars a month uh, in double digits usually um, to do their one or two hour show, whatever it is. That's the difference. The difference is Moody Radio does this here. Uh, Bible News Radio is listener supported and advertiser supported. So I sent out an email Today, if you're on my email list and you did not get it, you didn't open it yet, make sure you open it because all this stuff is in there. I'm going to read you part of what I wrote in my email, though. Um, and and this is also because I want you guys to support us, if, especially if you are somebody who watches us every single day, you know, or you watch us frequently and you've never donated to our show. I really want you to consider to, you know, prayerfully do that. Uh, because, because I think if you're being blessed by the work of somebody, you really should, you really should donate to it if possible. Okay. So in July, uh, for Bible News Radio, strictly Bible News Radio, Randall and I received four hundred and fourteen dollars in donations. 
uh, just donations. Those were mainly our pillars. I have two pillars that donate $100 a month. So of that, $200 was from two people, and then the rest was from a handful of other people. Um, I advertised. I did one interview, and I got paid for it, $50. And my sponsor, Ariel Ministries, paid us $650, which they've been consistently paying for us. And I sold one advertisement for $30 to a disabled man who wanted a little bit of publicity for his book. So in total, in July, I made $1,144. Okay? So just so you know, that's what I made in July. Now, you guys know I've been talking a lot about Legal Shield, so I decided I would also include Legal Shield in this total. <laughs> so I could so I could be honest, so I could just share with you what I've made with Legal Shield. Now I've only been doing Legal Shield about two and a half months. So I'm actually at the low tier of the income stream with Legal Shield. Um, and I'm sure it's taking me a lot longer to close a sale than it is somebody who's been in it for a long time. But last month in July, I made $265.36 from selling Legal Shield to the few people that I sold it to last month. And I made $180 as the bonus. I met I met a bonus goal. And so I made a total of $445.36 from Legal Shield, which if you think about it, is not bad. It's actually about a third of what Bible News Radio brought in. Okay? So that's why I'm actually so excited about Legal Shield because when I saw that and I saw the potential to create more income for what I do here, I was like, yeah, this is awesome. Now, what I didn't do in my email, because I didn't have time to actually do it, was I actually didn't give you all of our expenses. And I can, I can assure you that our expenses exceed what we brought in. I'll just say that. I mean, when you consider our overhead, our phone, our internet, the extra money we spend to live stream on all platforms, the time invested, etc., blah, 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 uh, the, the, the different tools, it, it exceeds... My, my combined income total, which was $1,589.36. So $1,589 was what we made last month. Now, I haven't gone back into the previous months this year to see if this... Actually, it will be lower. I can tell you. I, I already know that because I wasn't doing Legal Shield. Um, so here's the thing. Uh, $1,589. Now, to me, this is exciting because... Uh, it's probably more than we've ever made in the history of Bible News Radio. True story. Um, and so I am very actually, I'm actually very encouraged by, by the total of $1,539. I totally am because I actually see it as God's blessing. But when we express a need and um, we are invited to Oklahoma to cover a Prophecy Watchers conference, which I know is going to cost us about $1,400. And that's actually airing on the low end of, of that number, by the way. I didn't include gas for the car, and I didn't include food or anything like that in that total. So it would probably be closer to $1,500 um, in total. So Prophecy Watchers has invited us to go to this, right? I already know that based on last month's income, that it would take everything I earn in one month to pay for that trip that will last, last us for four days. From leaving here, driving there to Oklahoma, 
uh, doing all the work, which we're not getting a paycheck for, and then taking all that and putting it back up here so that we can educate you guys, inform you guys, and encourage you guys, inspire you guys, give you the latest from literally the top Christian biblical prophecy experts in the world, which is going to be at this conference. Um, and so that's why I'm asking you guys to donate to us because we really do need help to cover that expense because God has called us to do this. And you guys are the beneficiary of our work. I mean, you are. You're just like Paul wrote letters to his, you know, the, the people that he wrote. You guys are, Everyday Bible News Radio is a video letter, let's just say, to you who's watching, wherever you are in the world. We are delivering good news to you. And so we need you to deliver back to us some money that can help us to continue to do the things that we need to do so that eventually we can go ahead and eventually, you know, become profitable <laughs> and not just be at this, this level. I actually wrote in my email, which I've never done this before, by the way, but Shannon totally inspired me, you know. Uh, I actually wrote that I would love to have us have a, a monthly income of at least $8,000 a month. And the reason why is because taxes will be probably a third of that. Uh, and right, right now we're in debt because of taxes and, and because of medical expenses that we've had with our animals and ourselves over the last five years. And we were ripped off, actually. So, you know, we've been trying to build up back our income from all of that. So I know a lot of you guys are retired. Some of you work part-time jobs. Some of you work full-time. You know, all I know, and I figured this out, is that if everybody on my email list actually donated $75, I think Tug unplugged it. If everybody on my email list actually donated $75 a month, we would be at that $8,000 a month thing, right? There are at least 15,000 people that come through this show every month. Can you imagine if, if only 100 of those people donated just a little bit and committed to it every month? We would, we would reach that goal in no, prob in, no, in no time. But the truth of the matter is, is I have a core group of probably a dozen people that give. About six of those give consistently through the month. And then the other ones every other month, maybe once a quarter. And all of that, which is why I picked up this extra job with Legal Shield, so that I could keep, you know, trying to build the income. Now, as an entrepreneur, I have been working at trying to secure advertisers and stuff like that. But let's just face it, you know, this is this this is a full time job trying to, you know, figure out where those people are and all that, especially in the Christian world. Because in the Christian world, they expect everything for free, right? A regular Christian show is funded by advertisers. They have a whole marketing staff, whole sales team that does this. And for me and Randall, it's just me and Randall. And frankly, it's really just me because Randall's spending all his time trying to get business with, you know, his side company um, and all of that. And uh, so I just want to throw that out to you. And, you know, first of all, thank you for listening to me because, honestly, it's kind of humbling to do this, but also encourage you. And, you know, those of you who have donated to us, thank you. You have no idea how much that means because even if it's five bucks, that five bucks is something that I know I can depend on. You know what I mean? Um, 
And yet, at the same time, I also have to say that for me, this has also been a growing experience with with my my walk with God and walking in faith, right? And I actually wanted to bring this up because um, this morning I was reading in in uh, in uh, Romans chapter four, and if you're over on Bullhorn, uh, which is the sponsor of our show, but we actually have been waiting two months to get paid <laughs> from them, which is why it's not included in that total. Um, but we are still consistently doing the work that we've contracted with them. So just so you know, that is, that is something that's going on. Um, but if you actually listen to the show over on Bullhorn, then one of the things that, uh, you will note is that I, I read Romans chapter four this morning and there was a verse in there that actually stood out to me. And I, I, I remember and I probably mentioned it on, on there as I was reading it. It's really hard for me not to go ahead and get into a, a Bible study on it when I'm doing it, right? But it had to do with Abraham. And I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to read it. I'm going to read it here. I'm going to try to find it here. Let's see here. Yeah. Yeah, here it is. Okay, I'll just read the last the last paragraph right here. It says, in, in beginning in Romans 4, verse 16, it said, For this reason, it is by faith, in order that it may be in accordance with grace, so that the promise will be guaranteed to all the descendants, not only to those who are of the law, but also to those who are of the faith of Abraham, who is the father of us all. As it is written, a father of many nations have I made you, in the presence of him whom he believed, even God who gives life to the dead and calls into being that which does not exist. In hope against hope he believed, so that he might become a father of many nations according to that which he had spoken. So shall your descendants be. Without becoming weak in faith, he contemplated his own body. Now as good as dead since he was about 100 years old and the deadness of Sarah's womb. Okay. Yet with respect to the promise of God, he did not waver in unbelief, but grew strong in faith, giving glory to God and being fully assured that what God had promised, he was also able to perform. Now you guys know what this was, right? God promised Abraham that he was going to have a child and that his descendants were going to be countless. Like, you could not count them, right? They were going to be all over the place. And yet, what's interesting is that Abraham was like 100, and Sarah was way beyond childbearing age. And yet, here, good old Abraham, who's totally one of my favorite people, says, it says here, it says, Yet with respect to the promise of God, he did not waver in unbelief, but grew strong in faith, giving glory to God and being fully assured that what God had promised, he was also able to, to perform. Therefore, it was also credited to him as righteousness. Now, not for his sake only was it written that it was credited to him, but for our sake also to whom it will be credited as those who believe in him, who raised Jesus, our Lord from the dead. He who was delivered over because of our transgressions and was raised uh, because of our justification. I didn't say Sarah was 100 years old. I said Abraham was. So here's the thing. So this totally encouraged me because as I was reading this, I was like, yeah, you know, 
if we waver in unbelief, which most of us do, let's just admit it, especially when it comes to money. And if you're struggling with money, you totally do if you're human, right? I mean, I know this to be a fact with most people I talk to. But this encouraged me because, you know, Abraham was called a friend of God. And, you know, he is the one that we, you know, we have this great story, him and, and uh, Sarah, Sarah, Sarai, it was Sarah, it was Sarai and then Sarah. Um, and this is where, you know, um, the descendants come, right? And, and we have this awesome, you know, thing going on. And so it was totally, you know, because I, I actually, I want to be known as a friend of God. You know what I mean? I want God to go, hey, you know what? That's my girl. That's Stacy Lynn. You know what? If I have a job, I have a job for you. I, I can rely on Stacy Lynn because she'll go and she'll do it, right? Doesn't matter if she's being paid a million bucks or not. She will just do it because she heard my voice and she'll do it right? This is what Abraham had this faith. I want to be that person. And I'll tell you what, doing this, it's kind of made me this. <laughs> it's, made me, it's made me that, you know, um, uh, because it's exciting to walk in faith because you get all these great stories. And a lot of people who don't walk in faith, they don't have it. And they go, huh, I don't understand my, you know, why Christianity is so awesome. It's because they've never put their faith to the test right? They've never actually trusted God with anything of significance or stepped out in faith. You know, we love Peter. Why? Because he stepped on the water and he walked on it. If Pete had never stepped on the water, he never would have walked on it. And his faith would not have been, you know, as strong as, as it was, even though he denied the Lord, he still had more faith exercised, I think, you know, out of all of the disciples in the Bible, I think we see Peter having, you know, the most bold faith ever, don't you? I mean, anyway, so that's kind of where I'm at. I wanted to just share this with you um, and ask you if you'd support Bible News Radio with a monthly donation, become a pillar, let people know about the show. And if you sign up for Legal Shield, I got to tell you this story today too about Legal Shield. This is so cool. Um, I was at Pickleball this morning, and hopefully my friend will, will watch. And I, met a, I met a woman named Carol Ann. She's actually in New Jersey. Uh, her and her husband came down to play pickleball and to see some stuff uh, with her, her grandchildren. Anyway, and she was going to be leaving town, so I gave her my Legal Shield card. And she said, well, what's this? And so I started talking to her about it. She looked in, inside it, inside the actual card. It, it, it talks about the basic services of legal shield and this is what she said i love it she said this um she said to me i'm trying to find the card I actually don't have one of them up here but she says to me a will a Le legal shield will do a will for you and i said yeah it's only like 24.95 a month she's like really i said yeah she goes do they update it or anything i said yeah every year you get to update it for free you know as long as you're paying your your monthly 24.95 a month fee and she goes, what else does this do? And she's looking at the thing. She goes, she's like, uh, speeding tickets? Oh, yeah. We, I know people that that's, that's a no-brainer. I said, yeah, the police will go. They'll, they'll, they'll get the ticket, and the attorneys will appear on your behalf. They'll write letters for you. She goes, contracts. It says here they'll review contracts. I said, oh, yeah, up to 15 pages. That's included. Plus, uh, you know, there is a 25% discount on services that it won't, it won't think. She looked at me, and she goes, this is a no-brainer. 
everybody should have this. I should, I should tell my daughter about this so she can make money. How do I make money doing this? Now, I was not looking for this as a, I mean, I wasn't at pickleball to make a sale for Legal Shield, okay? But talking to Carol Ann today and just showing her that, like in a 10-minute conversation, she actually said that. And I thought, there you go. That is exactly somebody who gets it. They actually understand the value of what Legal Shield is. Uh, and those of you who have signed up already, I think you will too because, because of that. But, but anyway, I just had to share that because, again, that's God opening a door, hopefully. And, you know, hopefully we'll be, you know, blessing her family and doing all this other stuff. But they get it. It's kind of like the gospel, right? You present the gospel. Jesus died on the cross for you. Yeah, he did. Why? Because you're a sinner. <laughs> and somebody had to pay the penalty of your sin. And so Jesus, who is completely innocent and God, actually did it in your, in, on your behalf. All you have to do is receive it. Really? What, what's in it? Wait, so there's there a catch to this? Nope, there's no catch. <laughs> the Bible says, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whoever believes in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. It's really that simple. Do you believe that? Yeah, I believe it. Okay, then just I'll just tell tell the Lord you're sorry. You want to follow him forever, and you'll be born again, and then start growing and being discipled in your faith, and you're good. It's that simple. It is that simple. And yet, and yet, this hardness of heart that comes with being human often jumps in the way, and people are resistant. Same thing. Legal Shield, greatest opportunity I've seen, seriously, in direct sales. Uh, I can tell you honestly, like Mary Kay, I never made that money. Avon, I never made that type of money in two months. Just saying, you know, just saying. Anyway, I should shut up. Let Bareface talk because it is, after all, free for all Friday. What am I supposed to talk about? I don't know. You want to weigh in on anything? <laughs> well, I've... Weigh in, Bareface. This is half your show. I, I need a drink of water. Okay, I don't see, you know, I can't think of anything to weigh in about. I actually love liberals. Oh, yeah, we're, uh, we should probably talk about what we titled the show, huh? Yeah, since we're halfway through it. <laughs> Sorry. Pretty good idea. I forgot about the thing. Does Legal Shield work in Sweden? Uh, no, it doesn't. Unfortunately, Magnus, it's only available in Canada, parts of Canada, and America. You just have to come move to America. That's it, buddy. <laughs> All right, so uh, if you really want to stop sinning because you're struggling with lust, warden, warden, then it is very possible to overcome that by coming to faith in Christ and then learning to crucify your flesh and to learn how to submit yourself unto the Lord and walk as a spiritually filled believer. So there you go. Okay, anyway. So the, the um, let's see here. So, the, do you have the video all set up? Yes, I do. Okay, so, you know, the, the um, press secretary, uh, Sarah Sanders, you know, she's also the daughter of Mike Huckabee. She has been vilified in the media. The, the liberal press can't stand her. They absolutely hate this lady. And she is a lady in the truest sense of the word, okay? Just saying. Anyway, uh, this recent exchange took place with her and a press, a, li a liberal presser, a presser guy, guy from the press named Acosta. I guess his name is Mr. Acosta. I don't know his first name. 
And this was what happened. And I, I thought you guys might like to see it because I think it's super cool what the, how she handled herself. And hey, Paul, I see you over there on, Paris, on uh, Facebook. Nice to see you. All right. Okay. So Randall's going to go ahead and play that for you. All right. Here we go. Follow up on, uh, on Sarah's question from NPR. She asked you about Ivanka Trump's statement that the press is not the enemy of the people. And she asked you whether or not the press is the enemy of the people. You read off a laundry list of your concerns about the press and, and things that you feel like are misreported, but you did not say that the press is not the enemy of the people. And I, I, I think it would be a good thing if you were to say right here uh, at this briefing that the press, the people who are gathered in this room right now, uh, doing their jobs every day, asking questions of officials like the ones you brought forward earlier, are not the enemy of the people. I, I, I think we... We deserve that. I think the president has made his position known. I also think it's ironic. I'm, I'm trying to answer your question. Okay. Well, I, I politely waited, and I even called on you, despite the fact that you interrupted me while calling on your colleague. I said it's ironic. Which is why I interrupted. I'm trying. But if you, if you finish, if you would not mind letting me have a follow-up, that would be fine. But it's ironic, Jim, uh, that not only you and the media attack the president for his rhetoric, uh, when they frequently lower the level of conversation in this country. Repeatedly, repeatedly, the media resorts to personal attacks without any content other than to incite anger. Uh, the media has attacked me personally on a number of occasions, including your own network, said I should be harassed as a life sentence, that I should be choked. ICE officials are not welcomed in their place of worship and personal information is shared on the Internet. When I was hosted by the Correspondents Association, of which almost all of you are members of, you brought a comedian up to attack my appearance and call me a traitor to my own gender. In fact, as I know, um, I'm, as far as I know, I'm the first press secretary in the history of the United States that's required Secret Service protection. The media continues to ratchet up the verbal assault against the president and everyone in this administration. and. Certainly we have a role to play, but the media has a role to play for the discourse in this country as well. Yeah, now I have a couple of thoughts about this. The first Lee. one is that uh, Jim Acosta, apparently it was the guy's name, you know, what a butthead. Okay, I'm just going to say it that way. That's the plainest way I can say it. What a, what a jerk. You know, first of all, he's actually condescending. And he's talking to her as if she's some lower piece of trash from the, you know, from the from somewhere i don't know where but anyway and basically saying you have to say that uh, you know you have to renounce and say that the press isn't an enemy of the people really since when first of all if you are a christian in america the press hates you if you're on facebook and twitter and periscope and any other social media outlet and you actually espouse a christian biblical worldview you denounce homosexuality as sin you talk about life like it matters in the womb, these social media platforms spike. They actually spike our numbers. They will not let people see what we have to say because they have a negative media bias against conservatives and Christians. And so for this bozo to basically say, well, you have to denounce what you just said. Why? See, what that is, if you know what's going on, that is a bully tactic. That's this man who's so arrogant in his mind, thinking that he's so great, that she's trying to boss her around. And you know what? Sarah's like, <laughs> yeah, look, <clears throat> excuse me, but 
And you heard her response, to which I say amen and amen, and we have to keep praying for her because she, I mean, honestly, the first press secretary in the history of our country that has to have protection because of the nutcases on the left who don't like her, she was actually thrown out of a restaurant because of who she is. And we talk about discrimination and all this other stuff. I'm like, excuse me? Really? This woman should be like, uh, you know, she should be awarded a medal, I swear. Because because she's put up with a lot of stuff. Now, do you think he was looking for to actually, you know, denounce that... You know, just say flat out that the press is not the enemy of the people? Or do you think he was just looking for a, a statement that he could capitalize on and, and, well, and twist? And I actually think that he wanted her to apologize. Okay. Because she will not back down on what she believes. And that's exactly where we are in this country. If you are a conservative, biblical Christian, and you hold a biblical worldview, let's say on marriage... One man, one woman. It's simple. God made it that way. Duh. Hello. The body parts go together. They don't, they don't, you know, go in the wrong part of the body, etc., etc., blah, blah, blah. Do you know how many wimpy pastors will not stand up for traditional marriage or Christians in general? Oh, yeah, no, I want to affirm gay marriage just because I don't want to be seen as an intolerant, hateful bigot. Really? I mean, how sad that you cannot have a backbone you know, to stand up for something that's actually real and not fake. You know, and that's what they're mad about. They're mad because she will not back down, and they're mad because Donald Trump won't back down. And I have to tell you that our president, whether or not you like him or not, this man has a mind of his own, and he isn't going to be bought and paid for by you know, by other people. He's going to stand up for what he believes. He's going to do the best thing that he can for our economy. Our, our economy. And let's just face it, he's doing a heck of a lot better for our economy than the the, the bozo that was our, our president prior to him. And I'm trying to be polite because Barack Hussein Obama, frankly, is an enemy, an enemy of America, in my opinion. He should have never been the president. And I think he was our president illegally because I don't think he's actually a citizen of our country legally based on the falsified documents that he put out uh, that the liberal media does not investigate because they're all part of it. You know, I heard uh, somebody say a long time ago that the, the, the press is like the unelected fifth arm of our government, right? So if you don't do what the press says, they will throw you and they'll, they'll just drag you through the mud. Which, you know? which is the fourth branch of government. That's what I meant, the fourth branch. Okay, okay. I just... Yeah. Okay. Well, there's the deep state, which... Um... Well, the deep state, and this is the thing, this is the other thing. First of all, I'm, I need to have Bob McGinnis back on our show, okay? But the deep state, actually, I just read, they are actually going for Trump big time. Okay, because he is not actually doing what they want. Sure. Amoroso, you know, who was actually on Trump's TV show, The Apprentice, many years right. ago, and who rose to fame because of Trump, and Trump oh. gave her a job. She actually just released a brand new book, uh, and um, and in that book, she's claiming that President Trump has actually had some type of mental breakdown and all this other stuff, and that he's going insane. That's, I mean, that was all over. And the, that there's the, a, a the stand-in that appears at uh, yeah, press conferences and stuff, a double, like... 
Hillary's double. Yeah. Well, no, I didn't see that, but no, I'm just. But it was well, all over, it was all over thinking. the Drudge Report yesterday. Yeah, I just wonder how you know to make an accusation. He has had some, you know, mental breakdown, gone insane. Well, then, yeah, you know, how do you account for? You know, civilized and and controlled behavior yeah. at various various yeah. meetings and conferences, unless it's some sort of stand-in or something. So um, here, somebody's saying it would be nice for the president to grow up. You know, it would actually be really nice for the liberals to grow up. The liberals are the ones who are throwing a big fit, you know. I mean, they throw a big fit. They, they're so intolerant and bigoted. Truly, in the truest sense of the word, they are completely babies, complete babies. As as Sarah Sanders was just talking about lowering the conversation to personal attacks. They actually need pacifiers because they're babies. They really are. And I don't mean to be mean, but let's just face it. They are. (laughs) They're babies. It's like, well, you're you're not making it, you know. It's like, oh, shut up. Here's your pacifier. Just go go in your sandbox and play. That's like how you really feel, though. I, I am telling you how I really feel. Really? I'm not afraid to give you my opinion. I never have been. Thank you to my mom for being outspoken. I, I'm just a little bit more gentle than I used to be. As I've gotten older and gotten more white hair, I've learned to be a little bit more gentle. The problem is, though, that liberals can't tolerate conservatives. And that's why we have problems. Now, we do have, let's just say this... We do have some nutcases on the right, too, that are, like, far right, that are extremists, and they can't tolerate, you know, the liberals. So there's problems on both sides. But I believe that that's all part of the plan, right? That's part of the plan of the controlled media to go ahead and get whip up all this stuff because they're brainwashing the masses, which is exactly why you need to shut off the media, except for the show, because the show's awesome, because I'm the host of it. And because I do what I can to encourage you from a biblical worldview. But anyway. All right. So that's my little rant on that. Um, yeah. So I should also say, if you haven't gotten your free Bible study yet from Ariel Ministries, the brand new one for this month in August is called Why is God Saving Gentiles Today? You guys can download that at our website, BibleNewsRadio.com. And it's on the resources page, right? Yeah, it will. Cooperate. There we go. Okay. And, of course, you guys can save 20% on anything in the bookstore at ariel.org. In fact, I'm going to remind you again some of the stuff that you can get. Um, And I'm not sure yet if I can hold this up. But there are a couple things. If you guys want to study the Bible from a Messianic Jewish perspective, Hebrews, James, 1st, 2nd Peter, and Jude is in this book. This is the exposition from a Messianic Jewish perspective. This is the Ariel's commentary. You can save 20% on this when you go to ariel.org and look this up. Okay. I'm not sure of the actual price, but you can still save 20% on this. And then we got the Come and See Bible Study series. Uh, we have three here that I actually have. There's this, the, the Word of God, its nature and content. That's this one here. And then there is What We Know About God, Theology Proper. You can get that one. And Messiah Yeshua, Divine Redeemer, Christology from a Messianic Jewish Perspective. This one's my favorite one personally. But you can get all of these, save 20%. These ones are not that expensive either. It's not hardback. Those are paperback. 
And then, of course, this book, if you want to learn more about Israel, this is called The Remnant of Israel, History, Theology, and Philosophy of the Messianic Jewish Community. This is another little book that you can get. These are all really easy to read. You can save 20%, and I highly recommend these, these books. In fact, Oliver Melnick uh, actually designed this cover on this one, and he's a friend of mine, actually. I didn't even know that until I looked here on the back. So you guys can do that, and there's DVD sets we recommend on our website, and there's also uh, MP3s you can download and get some good stuff. Instead of spending 10 hours a week or 5 hours a night or 3 hours a night watching liberal media stuff and getting all upset, it's better to get into God's Word and to learn it more so that you feel more bold in your faith and you know what you're talking about, and then you can go, huh. I ain't going to get stressed out about this. See, I don't get stressed out about the church, about the politics at all. In fact, people crack me up because they're like, why aren't you upset about Trump and all this stuff going on in the media? And I'm like, I don't care about it. I look at it because I see it's the world system. Because ultimately, if you know Bible prophecy, the world system has to become a one world system at one point. And I think we're at the end. And I think Trump is the last card. I believe he'll also be our president for another four years, barring his death or an assassination attempt or something like that. I think he will be our president again for another four years. And I'm not the only one. Um, so, you know, you look at this and you look at the bigger picture, there's really no reason to be afraid. I think, I think we're near the end. I think the rapture is eminent as always. Um, and I think those people who are going to be left behind when the church is taken out and the Antichrist comes to power, when you're watching Israel, the Antichrist is going to be there in the temple, says, hey, I'm, I'm God. There's going to be peace and safety all over the place. That's what they're going to say. It'll be peace and safety for a couple, couple months. But when that middle mark hits, literally the people left behind are going to go, oh my gosh, what did I do? Hi, Dana. Dana D. Oh, thank you for coming in. Thank you for saying you love our broadcast. Where, what, where are you at in the, in the world? Are you in? Your name suggests Texas, but I don't know. LL Media Group. Hey, hey, you. How you doing, girl? Glad to see you in here, Linda. Linda Lee, former guest in the show. Now she's bold. I'll tell you that right now. Christians always use situations like this to try to get people to think the end of the world coming. Well, Lee, actually, I'm not actually talking about the end of the world, actually. That, that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about, you know, Bible prophecy and how it will ultimately be fulfilled. And so I don't have to worry about it. You're in Florida. Okay. Ah, cool. We have quite a few people that tune in from Florida. Awesome. All right. So there's that. Also, the Bullhorn mobile app. You guys should download that. Still follow it. Just follow us on that. Um, and you can hear me read the Bible and talk about other stuff on that. All right. Did I forget anything? Okay. I already talked about pillars of the community. If you guys want to buy legal shield or ID shield, you guys can actually, you know what? The one thing I want to tell you about that, how many of you want to make some extra money and be on my team? That's what I want. I want some of you guys to join my team and sell it with me. And so you guys can be blessed and learn and grow in your leadership and your sales and build a business on the side for yourself. Um, and you know what? I'm going to tell you this. I'm, I'm just going to tell you it. It's $99 to start. That's it. Okay. And, uh, you, you'll make that back. 
you will make that back. As soon as you sell a couple of memberships, you'll make it back. And if you do it in 20 days, you'll make a $180 bonus on top of it, like I did. And it will be gone like that. You'll be going, oh my gosh, I already made a profit. Just so you know. It's not hard. And I'll train you and the Legal Shield, the whole Legal Shield outfit is awesome at, at this. I mean, it's completely, it's awesome. Anyway, I'm going to be quiet, let Randall talk. Because Magnus wants to know what you think about the end times, Randall. What I think about the end times? Yep. Well, I think there will be, you know, the current age will end. The scripture talks about that. It doesn't give us a day and a time. People talk about a certain alignment of planets or signs in the stars or uh, try to put all sorts of things, you know, try to calculate all sorts of things to say they know when it's coming and many people have named dates. Uh, in the past, but I mean, the scripture is pretty clear that Peter talks about in his second epistle about how, you know, at the end of the end of, of the world as we know it, you know, how the elements will melt with fervent heat. Linda said yeah. hi to you. Hi, Linda. And that... You know, its works will be burned up, but the heavens and the earth will vanish away. We read about there in the you know in Revelation and other places, and the Old Testament prophets that uh, the world as we know it will come to an end, and there will be a new heaven and a new earth, in which the new Jerusalem will reside uh, with all of its inhabitants. And given the dimensions of that city that we are given in Revelation. Uh, in the revelation that uh, it has to be a new earth to support a building <laughs> of that size or a city of that size. Um, the current earth would kind of be, not kind of be, would be greatly lopsided and wouldn't quite work. But that, but that new earth has no sun and or moon. You know, the night there. I'm not sure how that all works. But I you know as. Uh, Yeshua said to to the religious leaders at the time, "You say that you know the you know, the sky is red, and you know the weather will be good tomorrow. If it's red in the morning, you say you know that the there's poor weather ahead." He said, "You learn, you know how to discern the face of the sky, but you don't know how to you don't know how to discern the." Uh, signs of the times, basically. And he was referring to his first coming that they should have been aware of because of all the things that are in prophecy. And just as all the things in, you know, prophecies of the first coming were fulfilled, there are prophecies concerning his second coming. Again, they don't give us month and day, you know, time of day, you know, hour, anything like that. But there are things that we can look for that tell us uh, those things are near. And you can look at Matthew chapter 4, for example, and Joel chapter 2, and things in Hosea. I mean, could turn this into, I was going to say not a Bible study, but a sermon series of the end times. So there are, you know, there are things happening now that tell us uh, about just the nature of of human culture 
and you know that are some of these signs that um, pre- precede a uh, some of the things spoken of in of in Revelation, the rise of yeah. uh, the Antichrist, you know, the one world government. And Here, here's the thing: if you actually see the Antichrist, then I'm sorry, I don't think I'll know who he is because I'll be gone. That's what I think. So I'm leaning toward too, but would I, you know? Well, this this is why the uh, the Prophecy Watchers Conference that's coming right. up in October, three days after my big five zero. Just so you know, hey Marty, I see you in Oddvar. I think I think you came in too, Gina. Hi, Gina. And notice it's Prophecy and Watchers. Dottie. It's not make up our own stuff. And while well, the alignment of the stars means this, or the planets, or this means, and uh, they're not looking at, you know, looking only closer. Well. You know these things are happening, and in in uh, you know geopolitical, whatever they're prophecy watchers because yeah. the prophecy of God's word has been reliable <laughs> up to this point, and so we're looking at unfulfilled prophecies, and and you know paying attention to those. Yeah, well, there's going to be some really great speakers. You know, Gary Stearman's going to be there. L.A. Marzuli, he's been on our show a lot. Bill and Claudia Koenig from Watch.org. If you guys aren't familiar with their work, you really need to be. Bill Salas, good friend of our show. Love Bill. He is, it is so nice. Bill is with Prophecy Depot. He's written all these great books. He was like the nicest person I think I've ever met in terms of all the prophecy people. I mean, he's super cool. Very nice guy. Jan Markell from Olive Tree Views, a friend of mine. She's on regular radio. She told me actually couple years ago she brings in over a million dollars and she broadcasts one day a week but she's on regular radio and knows how to work that system so just like that's just a comparison dr david reagan from lamblion.com so lamb lion ministries prophecy show he's a big wig in christian prophecy dr tommy ice who i actually got to meet last last year he's with pretrib.org dr mike uh, or mark hitchcock uh, another uh, pastor he's actually an attorney by training uh, written lots of good books. Um, Mark has been on our show a couple times too. Gary Frazier, uh, he's the former pastor, an evangelist, Bible prophecy teacher. A long time ago, he was on our show. He'll be there. Pastor Billy Co- Billy Crone from Get a Life Media. He's a pastor in uh, Las Vegas, I believe. Uh, Doctor or Danny Danny Benjigi, he's going to be there. Gigi. Gigi, sorry. Yeah, I actually this was fo- this last year when I met him, I totally messed his name up. He did not like it. My bad. Oh, well. Avi Lipkin and Aaron, his son, they're going to be there. Brent Miller and Junior. Uh, Brent C- Brent Miller, Miller Jr. and Senior, they're both going to be there again. My my friend Carl Tykrib, who I absolutely love, he's with Carl Rocks. Carl is like me. He is He's like the, the male counterpart of me. We hit it off, and his wife Leanne is hilarious. I absolutely love her. They're in Canada, and they're going to be coming down. Um, and Don Perkins from according to prophecy.org, he'll be there. Uh, Ken Johnson, who's a great Hebrew scholar as well. He'll be there again. We met him. Terry James from raptureready.com is going to be there. Jeff Kinley, who's also been on our show a couple times. He's going to be there. Uh, Richard Shaw, who's a filmmaker. He works with L.A. Marzulli. He'll be there. Dr. Michael Lake, by the way, I should tell you, Michael Lake is awesome. KingdomIntelligenceBriefing.com. I listen to everything Michael Lake, Dr. Michael Lake does. 
In fact, I listened to four of his messages just this morning. Um, uh, can't wait to see him again. He'll be there. Andy Woods, uh, he is going to be there. He is, um, he's awesome. I mean, he's, he's, he's awesome. Jack Langford from separationtruth.com. He'll be there again. Stephen Dill. I have not met him, but he's going to be there. <laughs> Bob McGinnis, who's all over the media. He's exposed the deep state. In fact, he has a book called Deep State. He's going to be there. Uh, Dr. Larry Allison, Pastor Tom Hughes, who's actually been on our show, he's going to be there again. Doug Hershey, who's been on our show, he'll be there. Ryan Peterson wrote the book about the Nephilim, he will be there. And Dr. David uh, Schnittiger from Southwest Prophecy Ministries, he's going to be there. I actually met him last year, too. So these are going to be the speakers at Prophecy Watchers. And I know most of them because... They've either been on our show or we met in person and they haven't yet to be on our show. But that's why you guys got to send us there and make sure that we go there without any debt. That would be awesome. But, and it's also why, you know, if you listen to people like this, you are actually in the know and you can't help but be excited about your faith. I'm just, just serious. I mean, it's, I mean, these guys are awesome. We are in Tennessee so we are hoping to drive to Oklahoma where this will be. They will be offering live streaming for this. Uh, so you can actually get it on the live stream. You can watch it online. But I'll tell you what. Randall and I, we went there last year. It was the first time going to one of the conferences. And um, it was awesome. It was awesome for me and Randall because <clears throat> we have known so many of these people for so many years. We've had them on our show for like well over a decade for some of these guys, but we never met them in person. So it was like super cool to give them a hug and go, I'm out of the box. I'm real. You can, you can touch me. In fact, it was so funny meeting Carl because we went to, what restaurant was it? I guess it doesn't matter. But we walked into this restaurant. I recognized Dr. Mark, Mark, um, Michael Lake. He didn't know me. And so I was going to go and meet Dr. Lake and then I saw Carl sitting there in the booth and Carl turned around. He saw me and it was like, oh my gosh, because <laughs> he didn't know I was going to be there. And he leapt in my arms and I leapt in his and everybody was like, oh my gosh. And everybody hugged and everything. And then we talked forever and it was great. But anyway, <sighs> I cannot believe the show's almost over. That's crazy. So question is how many of you got questions for bareface or me or you want to put any comments here this is your first time watching the show it's a unique show free for all friday in case you don't know if you're new to the show let me give you a little bit of a teeny weeny background i am by training a marriage and family therapist god called me out of that into this been doing this for about 14 years i am randall's wife also known as bareface it's not his real name but i am his wife and every day we look at the bible and the news, and we talk about it. That's what we do. I interview a lot of people, although we are interviewing fewer people because the reason why is because our audience tends to really like the politics and the news and the fact that we talk about the gay agenda, we've talked about the life issue. We talk about all the hard issues that nobody wants to talk about because it's too controversial, but it's fun. <laughs> so we do that, and um, we're on at 4 p.m. Central Time. We actually we actually stream live on our Facebook page at Bible News Radio on Facebook. We have a YouTube page, which you should subscribe to. Bible News Radio on YouTube. Periscope, you're obviously on. Um, and we're all over podcasting. We have 
we have our show on iTunes and all over the place. On And just this week, I put our show up over on Anchor. So if you're not on Anchor, then you can go and search Bible News Radio and get it there on your phone. And now Randall is going to tell you a little bit about who he is because it's super important that you know. And by right. the way, me and Randall have been married almost 26 years, in case almost. you're... Almost. Working case, on it. We're getting old. I mean, when I first met him, he had brown hair, and that was it. I still do. Well, but that was all it. That was it. Yeah. Yeah. And we That's are on Bullhorn, too. That's right. I post, yeah. I post my show on Bullhorn, and <laughs> none of you tune in and listen to it on Bullhorn, do you? <laughs> but it's there. But it's there. <laughs> well... I was born at a very young age and um, started off in school as a music major, but then got my degree in computer information systems, uh, which served me well uh, financially in various IT roles. Um, lastly, which was uh, that of a uh, partner in a software right. development firm. <laughs> what? Yeah. I'm laughing at the comments. I can't see the comments. I know. All right. They're talking about how we used to, you know, getting gray hair is a sign of wisdom, hopefully. Yep. Crown of glory going on here. I love my hair. I can't wait till it gets totally white. Go so, on. So anyway, um, came to faith and uh, Yeshua is my Messiah, Jesus, as the Christ, uh, at age 21, which... Do the math was 33 years ago. I figured out I've been a Christian about 36 years. And you've been a Christian just a little bit less than that. Uh, so, yeah. So anyway, just uh, been involved in uh, various um, assets, very fast, various facets of ministry. I can talk. Um. Usually that uh, involve uh, Bible teaching in some way, shape, or form. Uh, be that in uh, adult Sunday school classes or you know bringing a message to uh, a jail or a detention center or or on you know through 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 the interwebs uh, various. Various ways to do that, and he talks then, a lot slower than I do. Yeah, I do. I'm a man. You know, I've only got uh, what uh, fifteen thousand words or something I'm going to use in the day, and so I try to space them out. But I don't know what else to say, really. <laughs> well, you guys have any questions? The days have arrived. Where Christians are considered idiots, crazy, or now on a cult, says J.D. Kennedy. Yeah, you know, um, uh, yeah, we are on Facebook, Dana, D, Dana D. We are on Facebook. Just look for Bible News Radio. We're over there. We're actually right there. I see us. There we are. Um, yeah, I, you know, Christians have always been hated. If you're a real Christian, you're going to be hated, okay? If you're a fake Christian, if you're one of these posers and, you know, in the oh. pulpit or you're something else, you're like, whatever. You don't even, you blend in with the world, you know? And it's like you advocate the world stuff so they really don't care. Like we talked about yesterday, the, the beer and the Bible study in the pulpit. It's like, gee, that makes me want to go there. Randall thinks upon his info, Stacy's just having fun. 
Uh, yeah, I like to have fun, but I, I hopefully give you a message at the same time. I, I have actually had pastors tune into this show. I remember one time a pastor, actually we have quite a few pastors that tune in, but I remember one time a pastor was tuned into the show and I was making the point that the devil hates us because we're created in God's image. That's why homosexuality and the abortion issue are so rampant because it's a, a literal attack, assault on God's image in humanity. And the pastor's like, I have never heard that before. And I'm like, keep listening to the show. You might learn something <laughs> or open your Bible. <laughs> you might want to read it, Pastor, whatever your name is. No, honestly, I still trust in God. Been going through so much for five years now. You know what? Good. Not that you're going through something. You know, somebody once said that we're either in the fire, we're getting ready to jump in the fire, or we're getting ready to jump out of the fire. So either way, we're going in, we're in, or we're getting ready to go out. And, you know, I can tell you uh, that it is more fun to be out of it when you look at the fruit. Does Randall like being called bareface? That's what JD wants to know. I'm used to it. It's not my real name, but I'm used to it. That doesn't answer the question. Do you like it? If all of a sudden you say, no, I hate this, I'm going <laughs> to smack me, right? I, no, I wouldn't smack you. I'd be like, well, why didn't you just say something? Uh, I I'm love, used to it. Well, it, hey, I only give nicknames to people I really like, right? Just so you know. Hi, Diane over on Facebook. I see you. Don't worry. I know where you are. You should come tomorrow so we can play more. <laughs> Is it a native name? Bareface? Uh, <laughs> no, the, the Randall's name native is, to Stacy's world. Yeah. <laughs> Randall is his name is Randall, and his mom called him Randall Pandlebear when he was little, and I thought that was cute, and so I adopted. I started calling him that when we were first married. I called him that all the time. I called him Bearface. Just to embarrass him, actually. That I mean, true story. I'm not lying. Randall's... He's well, you used, used the full RPB, though. Yeah. Or Rand the, Randall Pandlebear. Oh. Yeah. People never said anything, though. That's mm. the funny part. But now, it's so funny here on Periscope and, you know, Facebook, when people tune into the show, if I call you that, they're like, oh, yeah, there's Pastor Bearface is on the... Yeah, there's Bearface. See, now everybody started calling him. That wasn't my intent. I'm his wife. Yeah. Wives have special privileges. True. Like we get to, you know, experience gas, you know, with your yeah. mates, that type of stuff. Right. The snoring. <laughs> Other fun stuff. Like big teddy bear hugs. Um, anyway, so I, uh, you know, it's my special privilege. And all you people started just calling him Bearface. I didn't say you could. Did I say you could call my husband Bearface? <laughs> And yeah, it's funny on even on the pickleball court, some people call him bareface now. It's 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 cute. I like it. And it's it's you know, you know, people I don't have nicknames. Very few people actually call me a nickname, which is kind of weird. Well, well your name isn't Nick. So Nicholas. A nickname. Okay. I mean, I give myself a nickname. I'm a great one. Yeah, I am. Not. <laughs> No, actually, people generally call me Stace. You know, when they, when they feel close to me, they call me Stace, and I don't mind that. 
I prefer. Do you stadium. like it? No, I don't mind it. I I do. But do you I, like it? I do like it. Okay. Yeah, Stacy Lynn, I prefer though. When people call me Stacy Lynn, which there are so few people that do, Vicky Fitch is probably the only one that actually consistently calls me that. Um. So that's really her nickname for me. But even though I introduce myself as Stacy Lynn, do people say they call me that? Nope, they call me Stacy. <laughs> Stacy Lynn is the name. Jesus gave new names to his disciples. Yes, he did. Mm-hmm. I always wonder what mine's going to be. Hmm. I don't know. I have no idea. The one written on a white stone that no one else will know? Yeah. Actually, I think that's a select people. I think if you read that, no. con- I think you read that passage in context, that's only for select people. I don't think it's for everybody. And the reason I say that is because I actually really was <laughs> Diane. <laughs> Diane called me Stacy Lou, which is funny because she calls me that, and I'm like, that's not my name. <laughs> but but I actually don't mind it. I actually don't. I don't mind it. Actually, you can call me that. You can call me whatever you want, Diane. <laughs> it's sweet. I love it. Um. Yeah. Well, it's the one that overcomes. Yeah, so that might not be everybody. Right. Might well, not be. You don't know. For those that don't overcome, does I mean, does it even matter? Actually, Jr. calls me Marshmallow. Yeah, that's a nickname. Jr. gave me a nickname. He calls me Marshmallow. What's the difference between disciples and apostles? Magnus wants to know. Um. Without uh, getting too deep into the Greek, basically, uh, disciples is, well, we... <laughs> wait, wait, wait. How many people actually as Christians say that when they're answering a Bible question without getting too deep into the Greek? If that doesn't tell you that he's got the gift of teaching, I don't, well, know, I don't know what would. Well, it's just, it's no. just that the, you know, our, our English words are derived, uh, you know, pretty much directly from the Greek language. But you think of disciple, you think of discipline. Disciple is, at its root, it means uh, teaching, instruction, and, and, and following in the instruction. Uh, apostle, apostoles, is, is one who is sent out. Um, so, and where in general, an apostle is someone who is sent out, and modern day people call themselves apostles. The capital A apostle, uh, the ones sent out by Yeshua himself, you know, the criteria is given in, in Acts chapter 1 about those who were with him and that he chose, basically. Uh, so. The 12, which became 11, and later 12 again, I think, with um, Paul. Um, he was around at the time of, you know, Yeshua was in, in well, uh, certainly whenever he was in Yerushalayim uh, because of, you know, he was aware of what was going on, and, and when Stephen was martyred, he was there, and that was not too long after the ascension uh, so I'm going to guess Paul may have had some contact or observation with Christ in the flesh but then certainly 
on the road to Damascus. Okay, so and was Melanie has a question too. And was specifically sent out. Yeah. Yeah. So Melanie's question is: How many Bible prophecies have already been fulfilled? Well, that's a really good question. I, I, my guess is that there have been three quarters of the prophecies already filled. That's my guess. But how many is that? I don't know. I, I, I haven't counted that. I haven't given a count. I'm pretty sure somebody knows that answer, though. Oh, yeah, I don't doubt it. I have, you know, I'm pretty sure that somebody in our prophecy network of people oh, probably knows. Um, probably. But I would say there's more Bible prophecy that's ever been fulfilled in our lifetime because of the reestablishment of the nation of Israel. Right. You know, I mean, the last 70 years, in fact, that's one of the big issues that's going to be talked about at this prophecy conference is the 70th year anniversary of the reestablishment of the nation of Israel, which is another reason I want to go. Because, as you guys know, I found out I'm part Jewish, and I never knew that. So, God, I mean, I'm part of the chosen people. I mean, that was a... That was a (laughs) That was a stumbling block to Bible students and scholars for centuries. centuries. That's right. The fact that, you know, in AD 70, that the remnants of Israel had been destroyed, temple destroyed, all that, and scattered to the, you know, the four winds, basically. And the land left desolate for centuries. And the fact that, you know, so many prophecy return, uh, talk about you know, the return of the people to the land and the establishment of the nation in a day, et cetera, et cetera. There are so many things that you're right. You're absolutely right, Stacy Lou. That, uh, not, well, I guess in our lifetimes, because we're seeing the fruit literally. Okay, let me, that, let me go ahead. There's another comment here. Uh, C. Jensen says, destroy laughing emojis that with tears coming out. Does destroy mean crying? If so, she's definitely destroying them. Referring to Sarah Sanders' comments. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, I'm sure that they're, they're like, oh, man, I couldn't. <laughs> well, oh, was that, is that the title we picked? Yeah, the title has to do with Sarah Sanders. I know, but, um. Uh... You know, because when we, when we use other simple, you know, uh, Sanders destroys liberal press. Yeah. When we, yeah. when, when, when okay. we use, when we actually use a, a benign title, like nobody will come in, it'd be like free for all Friday. Anything goes. What? Yeah. Uh, that's stupid. Um, you you got to use insightful clickbait in order to get people. <laughs> how to, how to, Hey, I can write good headlines. I know how to do this. So. I've done it for a while, but. But and our, when somebody says, you know, uh, our, our wipes the floor with or something like that. I mean, that's not well, true either, literally. So let's end the show by talking about our dogs. Because last night we had this incident at our house. We have we have two little Bichons. They're very cute. Except one of them isn't that cute. He's evil. Um, he's the face of evil. Yeah, he is. Anyway. And you're not so humble opinion. I, I, it's Randall's baby. Story. Our our dog. Randall's little baby, little Tuggleberry Hound is Randall's baby boy. So last night we what did we do last night? Oh, we went and voted. Yeah, back here you can see my phone. I put my sticker on it. I voted. See right there. I voted here in Tennessee. My candidate won, by the way. Voting. 
So when we came home, I finished my work because after I do the show, I upload the audio to numerous places. We write the show description. We do all this other stuff, right? Stuff that you take for granted because you're like, oh, it just shows up, but I do it. Anyway, so I'm doing all this stuff and about 9.30ish, all of a sudden I hear this rustling of plastic and I'm like, what the heck? I go into Randall's office. You have six dash hounds or dashins, dash hounds. How do you say that? I don't even know how to say that. Doc Sund. It's not, spe- it's not spelled right. What do you mean it's not spelled right? D A C H. I don't know how to pronounce it. I always Dox say it wrong. See, anyway, it's this? German. It be, should be spelled D O X then instead of D A C H. Which and anyway, it's it's German. Hund so means like this word hound. I go dog, into dachshund. the the room next to me here in our house, <laughs> and the the. The um, generic brand of uh, pepper peppermint, uh, like the like the Girl Scout, the Girl thin Scout man, yeah, thin the thin mint that's it, the thin mint cookies, um, are gone. And Tug is there, and his his teeth marks are all over the thing. And I'm like, uh oh. I said, Randall, where's Grover? And she's like, he's with me. So long story short, we we did, we we knew that one of these dogs or two of them. Decided, one or more decided to, to to eat these cookies and and the thing this is the funny part i asked randall to hide them from me okay because otherwise i knew i was going to eat the whole thing and i didn't want to because i'm that's not good for me it's just not good for me to eat all of them even though i love them all so we were like oh no this is this has chocolate in it so no our dogs are going to die because who was it you know we didn't know so we immediately googled well, how do you deal with this right because there were quite and, a few left, at least a dozen. Yeah. So to make a long story short, called a friend of mine from Pickleball who has a little farm. and, and um, Seems to know quite a bit about animals. Yeah. And uh, then we Googled, you know, what do you, what do you do? And there wasn't any. That's the thing. There was no chocolate on their fur. There was no mint, minty smell in their mouth because I smelled both of their breaths. It, it was like they didn't even eat it. It's like, like they just evaporated. Yeah. And so... <laughs> So we induced vomiting in both our dogs last night. We, <laughs> we better safe than sorry. We, we put we just, we made them both drink hydrogen peroxide because like drink here, drink here, up. have just, some hydro. Just, just a little. Just strength, about, yeah. a, about a teaspoon worth. Had to give Tug more because he's fatter. So we gave him a little bit more. Grover, poor little Grover. He was so upset. He was like, I know. And I, in retrospect, I think Grover knew it was Tug and he was feeling bad because he finally got busted. Because um, Grover is a highly sensitive and empathetic dog. I mean, he... That's the it's truth. It's an understatement. So anyway, so they both threw up. <laughs> and and they tossed their cookies. <laughs> We can laugh about this now because they're both fine. But, um, yeah, anyway, so, yeah, so they're good. They both slept good and they've been eating fine. They're, they're, they're fine. They're fine. And, and I actually found out later that some other dog had done the same thing. I found it. There's this website apparently where you can ask a vet a question, pay five bucks. And this vet... 24-7, I guess. Yeah, this this person said, I had a dog eat my Girl Scout cookies. What do I do? And so they... It was there, visible. 
that dog was like 30 pounds. And anyway, the vet said, don't worry, it's not toxic. There's not enough chocolate in there to kill the dog or anything. It was seven cookies, though. Yeah, it was seven. Well, 12 isn't that many more than seven. But anyway, but we were both a little freaked out about it because it's like, well, you know, we don't, because it said, first of all, when we they both threw up, there was no cookies in it. Yeah, so which they told must us, have dated them a lot I think earlier. They did it when we went to vote. Yeah. I think that's what happened. And this and morning. Doug was just going back to, to clean up the molecules <laughs> remaining. Well, the funny thing is, is I guess today the 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 residual feces was dark and uh so apparently it was tuggy bear that actually did it grover apparently didn't do anything but he ended Probably up having to, he ended up having to vomit as well poor little guy <laughs> so, uh anyway so all of you guys who um you know who um you know um prayed for them last night i appreciate it thank you for doing that yeah. is there a company well. called vet shield <laughs> you could start it melanie you could you could totally start it. that would be great yeah. well there is there is pet insurance through legal shield you can yes. sign up for right. so on that. anyway we might look into that yeah all right so this is it you know officially our our, our show is over so like again thank you guys for supporting our show if you want to donate go to biblenewsradio.com if you want to sign up for Legal Shield or Identity Theft, ID Shield, uh, get in touch with me. If you want to be an associate and be on my team, get in touch with me. Um, and uh, that's it. I, I guess, Randall, are you going to do Weekends in the Word? Yes. That's the plan. You need to call them What is the Name. I don't know what you're referring to, Dana. People might still... People might steal your DOS identity. Oh, yeah. They might, they might, uh, <laughs> no, they won't. There, there's actually a new pet social media pet network. It's called, I forgot what it's called. I got a weird press release about it this week. It's just for pets. You can put your pet picture up there and, and it's like Facebook for pets. It's weird. I'm waiting for Dana's question because mm. I, I don't want to end the show without answering it. So, uh, the online vets. Oh, that was a joke that Melanie made up. Vet Shield. <laughs> Melanie made that up because I sell Legal Shield. No, so. but you were talking about the five dollar. Oh, that. Um, I don't know. You're gonna have to Google it because I have no idea what it is. Because it came up and. I was I was I was actually on my phone, so I don't even know what website it was. But if you Google, you know your your dog throwing up and or eating cookies or eating chocolate, a whole bunch of things will come up. So that's that's what will come up. All right. Well, I have a meeting in about a half hour, so you guys remember, as I always say at the end of every show. And by the way, T-shirts are still available. Be bold, stand up, and go with God because He loves you. All right, and if you need anything, make sure you join my email list over at BibleNewsRadio.com. That's where you can get in touch with us. All right, Natasha, see you later. Bye, everybody. Thanks for coming in. Have a good weekend. Randall will be doing Weekends in the Word, I guess, sometime this weekend. Yeah. <laughs> and that's it.